it's kind of just like a, a reboot of the first one and then they just instead of the four friends it's just Ash and his girlfriend and then they take the story from there mm-hmm. and less tree rape there need there was less tree rape in this but, one. but definitely less. some tree rape in <laughs> yeah. this one there was some but I think we could all agree definitely not enough maintain those roots Welcome to Cast with No Name. We are your hosts. I'm Jay. And I'm Matt. This is episode 73. This episode, we recite passages from the Book of the Dead as we discuss the Sam Raimi 1987 horror comedy, Evil Dead 2. But first, don't forget to visit our website, acastwithnoname.com, where you can listen to our entire episode library, comment on episodes, write to our email, and also you can find us on Spotify and Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, we are on YouTube. So you can interact with us there. And as always, thank you for listening. And we hope you enjoy the show. Hey, we have a guest. We do. We have a third person completing this menage a trois of speaking. Unsexiness. Uh, yes. Just, <laughs> Why just, would you say that? Just a bunch of <laughs> middle-aged white guys <laughs> hanging out in a basement. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but go ahead and yeah. introduce. Go ahead. Uh, my name is Chad Cooper. Uh, Welcome. Yeah, All right. Thanks, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Long time listener, first time guest. That's uh, right. Chad's one of the few here. people that actually like comments and yes. like uh, responds to stuff on Instagram. So he's the only he's the only one that's engaged with our content. So <laughs> if you want to be a guest on the show, engage with our content yeah. and we'll fly you out because Coop is from Wisconsin. So he had a first pla- first class plane ticket all the way to sunny Miami where we're based out. And <laughs> I was uh, worth every penny. Of yeah. It. Yep. And it's, uh, it's getting cold up there now. So it's, it's definitely worth it. Yeah. But thank you for coming on. Yeah. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. So. Yeah. Chad, are you a big movie buff? Uh, I am big movie watcher. Yeah. I probably, probably don't know as many details as you gentlemen do, but uh, I'm looking forward to getting all into right. it with you here tonight. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Well, I made you watch it. You, you made me watch it. Uh huh. The so we were originally going to do trick or treat. Yep. And then uh, on my thirtieth birthday, um, where I turned forty, uh, you were talking with Puff, who's also been on this show. Uh huh. Yep. And you were I. You he guys, convinced me. Yeah. Yep. He convinced you to do. I said uh, we should we're going to do trick or treat, and you said you shouldn't do that. You should do something else. And then this movie popped in my head. And there you have it. And there it is. Yep. And th- it was it was decided. Yes. And so we had to push back our entire plans. Actually, not. And we just well, trick or treat was a little too much on the nose. Yeah. So why not? Yep. So well, have you ever seen this? Yes. Oh, okay. When's yep. the last time you saw it? Probably college. Oh. What about you, Coop? Uh, probably high school. So you've seen or, it before? Or earlier. I've seen it before, but it's been decades. Right. Right. Yeah. And I I don't think I, the last time I saw this was probably ten years ago, when I lived. Uh, in New York, okay. state of New York, with nothing else to do. Yeah, yeah. But I used to watch it all the time as a kid. It was like one of my favorite movies. Okay. Yep. So I when d- I saw it when I was twelve. Okay. So if that says anything, so twelve I was when what was that nineteen ninety seven around there. Oh yeah. So okay. this movie at that time was only ten years old, so it wasn't like old, mm-hmm. old, old or anything. So uh, it's like one of those movies where you see it as a young kid, and it if it just I don't know. It imprints on you. It imprints yeah. on you. I will say the poster for this, <laughs> the the skull with the eyeballs. Yeah. That is 
when I think of video rental stores, you think of that I think of that because I always it was such it was so eye catching, and I I mean it took me I mean years after the fact to even eventually watch it, but I just remember that visual and thinking that oh that must be a scary movie or mm-hmm. something. But I just that always stands out to me whenever I think of video rental uh, stores. I always think of the, that VHX uh, cover art. Yeah. on there. Um, I always think of Texas Chainsaw Massacre three from, from the Scots. Yes. Yeah. Well, it was the it was the poster with the leather face, and but he has like a mole or some shit. And there's a he has the it, the the whole poster is basically the, the chainsaw. Okay. And it's like it's like amber dingy background lighting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's my the first image that comes to my head when I think of video rental stores. It's yeah. that because that movie's terrible. Have you ever seen that movie? Uh, I I have not. <laughs> it's, I, it's I've bad. seen the original one, and I saw the god-awful uh was it 3d texas chainsaw 3d I, I think it was the one with uh alexandra daddario and oh it, yeah yeah the newer one yeah that was horrible sure that that she was cut they were cousins cousins yeah go get them cuz she said something like that yeah right? yeah that fucking dog shit of a movie <laughs> stupid. god i'm surprised she had a career yeah afterwards. but you know titties um yeah it's like halloween ends where michael's like the mentor yeah it's stupid like what are we doing here why? No. It's something different, I guess. Yeah. Anyways. But we're here to talk about Evil Dead 2. That's right. So. You want to go around the table? Yeah, let's go around First the table. First impressions. Let's start with Cooper. Two thumbs up. You loved it? Love this movie. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. The, the practical effects for me don't get any better than this movie. Yeah. They're very good. Yeah. He texted me yesterday and he's like, do you watch Evil Dead 2 yet? And I was like, well, I've seen it before, but I'll end up watching it tonight uh-huh. and and uh what, what'd you say the cinematic masterpiece i believe <laughs> absolutely that's why i wanted what he said <laughs> to come on and uh i was like i stand all by right that. and i had nothing to say to that he's like oh i'm watching it now it's a cinematic masterpiece and then shortly after that i started barfing up my lungs and coughing and i went to bed right. early um not because of the comment but just because sure illness but um so Besides the practical effects, anything else? Uh, I like the one scenes where he's like ru- running through the forest or running around the house, and it's just the point of view of the the evil spirit, I uh-huh. guess, is yeah. chasing him through the house. There's nothing, nothing gets cut. There's no other angles. It's just him looking back over his shoulder, panicked, terrified, yeah. running through the house, trying to get away from this mystery thing that we as viewers don't even know what it is yet. Mm-hmm. Right. And that yeah. seems pretty just awesome. the evil spirit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I think when he did that through the woods, I think he was on a bicycle or he had a camera strap. Like Sam Raimi had a camera strap to his head and he was just kind of like chasing after him mm-hmm. uh, to get that shot. Similar to how he did it in the first movie, too. But Yeah. So. You go next. What do you oh, think? Oh. What do you think? What are your... I liked it better than the first time that I saw it. So okay. I saw Evil, the first Evil Dead uh, I think it was in one of my movie classes. Uh-huh. Um, if it wasn't the full movie, it was definitely different shots. The So that one I've seen the most. And I went and, or went, I watched the second one and third one right in a row after immediately watching the first one. And it was just out of context for me to where we finished the first movie and I was like, okay, watch the second one. And then the second one is like the first 15 minutes was the same movie again. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? 
Yeah. I was like, it's the exact same movie. And then it finally mm-hmm. kind of goes off into its own thing. But it spoiled it at the very beginning. I didn't know it was supposed to be a recap. I thought it was just, here it is. And mm. here's a continuation kind of a thing. And um, which I think he probably could have done a little bit better to make it uh, idiot proof uh, for viewers like me to where I didn't realize what he was doing. I know there's a reason behind it now, but um, but anyways, that pushed the side. I liked it. I liked it better this time around. I still the reason why I like it, same reason why Coop likes it. I like the practical effects mm-hmm. and um, it feels like I mean, and it just slowly gets more and more batshit crazy yeah. um, as time goes on. And it's fun. Yeah, I, that Raimi humor is still in there. Mm. It's not like laugh out loud comedy, but I was getting a lot of like I was thinking to uh, I was thinking drag me to hell oh, yeah. on half the shots when blood would splatter and like end up in somebody's mouth. And I was just, right or anything would <laughs> end up in anyone's mouth. Yeah, no matter yep. what it was, eyeballs, whatever it is. Yeah. And um, but I it it for. For what it was, for him doing what it was, meaning story-wise, I think could have things could have been done slightly better. But overall, I mean, I still enjoy the the creativity of it that, mm. that goes into making those movies, um, and they're fun. Yeah, I mean, it's just batshit fun, and you don't you don't see a lot of movies like that anymore. No, but. definitely not. Yeah, I agree with you. I I think what last year when I was we were talking about our top five favorite directors, and Sam Raimi's one of mine. This is probably my favorite Sam Raimi movie. I think his, it's like his masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Just because I forgot how just over the top and just balls. He just they just go for it. Mm-hmm. it it's ridiculous, and it it made me laugh out loud a bunch of times when Bruce Campbell's going insane and it's like and even in the making of the movie, it's, it's like Sam Raimi's making like a Three Stooges comedy. That that's his goal at mm-hmm. the end of the day, and he has all these like crazy like stupid stooge stooge bits like the the hand that gets possessed flicks him off gives him the bird yeah and then dragging him across the floor or when bruce campbell's like losing it and the the house is laughing at him and then he's like trying to go with the house Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's so dumb made me laugh um and then it just goes to just absurdity when uh, you know he puts the all the way at the end when he puts the chainsaw on the hand and you know, he says groovy. Yeah. That's when they just, they go over the, they jump the shark and they're like, all right, we're, we're just, it just amplifies Mm -hmm. as the movie goes on and on. Um, I don't remember it being, everyone says it's like one of the goriest movies ever made. And like by today's standards, it's kind of tame. Not even close. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of tame. Yeah. And like the evil dead remake that came out in 2013, that is just insane amount of gore and way gorier than this, than this movie is. It's not even close. Yeah. I I don't, I, and I think it's looking back on it feeling tame because there was, um, like video nasties and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. that came out in the seventies that were gore. Um, I mean the first evil dead, I mean a lot of the gore is just like stop motion animation with like claymation and stuff like that. And using, um, that kind of stuff to where, I guess at the time possibly looked real, but yeah, being removed from it for 30 plus years and then looking back on it now, it, 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 it looks cheesy, but, um, I can understand where they thought the gore was from. Yeah. It's very much of like an imaginative gore thing. I think mm-hmm. like one scene you see in a girl's eyeball or sorry, a monster's eyeball go flying out into a girl's mouth. But I mean, it's clearly is 
fake. Yeah, there's yeah, a, yeah. You know, this like this isn't really happening. There's nothing that makes you think like this. Lo- this is a real eyeball flying into somebody's mouth. Yeah. You know, it's it's comical. So to say that it's one of the most gory movies, I think, is a bit of an overreach. But yeah. Well, and I, I know that this movie got an X rating, and Sam Raimi actually had to like make up a fake distribution company to get around that, so that uh, he didn't have to uh, submit it to the MPA board. So he submitted it to the MPA board with the the actual distribution company. He creates his own called Rosebud, doesn't do it, and then he, he distributes the film with like an R rating, but it's not like an actual MPA R rating. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's something that they thought about back in those times to to just get around, get around stuff like that. Cause I don't think they, that he would have got, they would have got the uh, distribution rights or they wouldn't have distributed it at all. If they had the X rating. Cause like you said, there was like that video nasty list. No one would want to play it. Yeah. Cause and I think it would the, make zero money, I think the actual movie studio that funded it was under contract not to do X rating an X rating. Yeah. And so that that's part of the reason why they yeah added the rosebud thing at the beginning to kind of work around that. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, once you know how the movie's made, I, I saw the making of the movie and you realize like all the camera tricks they did. And I mean, it, it wasn't a very big budget to begin with. It feels bigger than the first evil dead. Mm-hmm. Cause I guess the budget is a little bit bigger, but not, not by, not by that much. And just all the camera tricks they did and the ingenuity of everything behind it was once you understand like how the level of like thought that was put into all the shots, you appreciate it a little bit more and, um, it just looks different. Mm-hmm. It's fun. When was the last time it. you guys saw Evil Dead, the first one? I actually watched it before okay. Evil Dead 2. I, I wanted to do that too because yeah. I didn't have time. When was the last time you... Same. Uh, probably high school. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we wa- we would watch clips of that in film class because there was... And there was a couple of shots he reused, like the camera kind of breaking the glass going through the window pane, uh-huh. which was simple enough as putting a 4 by 4 underneath the camera strapping the camera to it and then pushing the four but you would zoom the camera lens just enough to where the end of the piece of wood was just out of frame and then you could just shove it through the window and it made it look like the camera was breaking right. the glass um stuff like that the um and even some like some small stuff as far as um i believe it was first evil dead the camera's up above the rafters and it's panning and they add like a whoo, whoo, is the beams are being uh, across the uh, camera. I think it's that movie. I'm doing it based off memory, but um, little stuff like that. No, and you're then, right. And then the yeah. uh, um, just the claymation and the animation mm-hmm. just, just to be able to get the effects right. Um, yeah, just very creative because, yeah, the first one was felt like it was a student movie. Yeah. Like it a does. student film yeah. um, with just a little bit more money than a, yeah. Than a student film. It's but. definitely not as humorous. It's not as slapsticky mm, no. as this one at all. So it's definitely more horror than yeah. horror comedy, which is why I like this one more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's more in yeah. line with what, what he Ramey going likes for. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's, Let's get into the reasons why I think this movie could have been better. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. And it's, and it's, Tell me. It's just the, the beginning part of it. And so, uh, and we were talking about this a little bit upstairs, is um, the beginning part of this movie, like the first 10, 15 minutes, is kind of like a, a recap of the first movie. 
and yeah, it's almost shot for shot kind of. A li- yeah, kind of. a little bit. So like the so you get the shot of him driving in the car with his girlfriend. Yep. And he's like, oh yeah, we got a cabin <laughs> right up here. And I thought it was just this is a new story. I was like, why the fuck is he going to another cabin? Isn't he like wasn't he already yeah. traumatized from the previous events? Um, but him and his girlfriend, uh, the other students that were with them in the first movie are not in the shot. And it kind of goes through the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the The purpose for that was because Sam Raimi had sold the rights to the first movie yep. to New Line Cinema, I think. And so he couldn't use flashbacks. And But the flashbacks, even though he couldn't use those, I feel like if he wanted to compress the story, he, he could have hired two, two more actors for those scenes. Mm. Just to make it a little bit closer, and they could have just had the voiceover from the doctor or from the professor over the whole thing, and it could have just recapped the whole first movie to bring them up to speed. That's that that, that that's my only gripe about okay. it. Right. Just because I'm an idiot, and it confused me the first time I watched it. Yep. when I was in college, I was like, "This is the exact same movie," and that's that's why I think it left a sour taste in my mouth the first time I watched it. Is I just thought it was a remake of the first one. Um, yeah, it almost feels like because because Ash dies in the first Evil Dead, and they had a tough time trying to explain <laughs> how is he alive for the sequel. One. So. I think they just solved that by. I know it's a sequel, but it's not. It's kind of just like a, a reboot of the first one, and then they just instead of the four friends, it's just Ash and his girlfriend, and then they take the story from there. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, and less tree rape. There neat. There, there was less tree rape in this but, one, but, but definitely less. some tree rape in <laughs> yeah. this one. There was <laughs> some, but I think we could all agree, definitely not enough. Maintain those roots, literally, and there was a lot of trees in this. A lot of roots. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that what dude, the one the one scene that I noticed where the tree's like starting to uproot itself and then like the main root like pops up. I'm like, is he trying to like make it look like the tree has an erection? Yes. Is that what it was? <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> it's like, is that is that me? Is that where my mind's going right now? Or did they actually mean that? No. Oh, that scene. Yeah, that was just you. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> no, I'm sure that probably. I mean, if it, it looked, yeah. It looked phallic, like it was intentional. Well, that and the uh, the scene where uh, when his girlfriend gets up and she like straddles the one tree limb and it, and the one tree limb looked like uh, she was riding a dick or it was her dick. It was like a split second when she was dancing out oh, of the field. I didn't notice it. Oh, I, I that's know. the one I noticed. Probably what, you were dicks on something chicks. else. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was lying in bed. There was Kleenexes <laughs> next to me, and it was just—it was a weird thing. Anyways, but yeah, um, Amazon has me on a list because I paused it like 15 times there uh, and rewound. But um, well, was it scary to you at all? No. Yeah. No, and I—if it, it, it was more goofy. Yeah. Than what about anything. You, Cooper, yeah. Are you scared? Not, no, not at all. Not in the slightest. He doesn't get scared. <laughs> It was just more entertaining, like watching the the effects and like you said, the camera angles, like there's a a scene in it um, where Ash is, after he's trying to shoot his disembodied hand through the wall, uh, he puts a hole in the wall with the shotgun and blood kind of starts coming out Mm -hmm. and then it starts spraying him like a Quentin Tarantino Mm -hmm. film. And I I did the same thing that you did with the tree erection. I rewound it three or four times. I'm like, this isn't spraying out. He's standing underneath something and the water is, or the blood is 
pouring down on them. But oh, it was yeah, the way yeah. that they mm-hmm. tilted the camera to make it look like it was coming yeah. laterally instead of from from above them. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess Sam Raimi uh, it has a magician background. I guess when he was a little kid, he he wanted to be a magician. Mm-hmm. So that's where he comes up with all these like <clears throat> these weird like trick shots. Yeah. Like a magician would. It comes in it handy. Makes sense. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Yeah, good call, Coop. Good yeah, call. Yeah. yeah. I'll, 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 I'll get it down to the minute for you guys so you can go back and rewatch the, it. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of that. Running shots in reverse. Um, like, n- that's what I liked about the first one. So what I like about this one is fun camera tricks like that that anyone can really do. and um, But just having fun with it. Yeah. And the fact that Bruce Campbell just goes all out. Like he did most of his own stunts, like that mm-hmm. scene where he's going crazy in the kitchen, because his hands like uh, finally yeah. getting possessed, mm-hmm. and he's like flipping up, like that's him doing it. And like I don't know if an actor would do that nowadays. Just maybe like Jim Carrey when he was younger, but yeah. like they get a stunt double like, in there, and, like breaking the plates over his own yeah, head, like, and him, like yeah. flipping himself, yeah. like it's him doing that, and him running into the stairs and breaking it. That's that's him doing it. Mm-hmm. I think the only um, stunt that he didn't do is when they like throw him in the cellar. Oh, like, he's like tumbling down the stairs. Oh, yeah, 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 he's yeah. tumbling. Like that's not him, but everything else is him. And I mean, I commend him for it because I'm surprised he didn't really take off as an actor because he's got that charisma. I mean, he he's a successful actor, but not like uh, like a like an A list movie star. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He because he's got like delivery. Yeah. He's, no. Yeah. And charismatic. And, well, well he, that, that's why they picked him for the first movie is because out of all their friends, because they they would make short films together, uh-huh. and that's why they had. Uh, Bruce Campbell be the lead because he was the best looking out of all their friends. Sure. <laughs> and and that, that's literally the reason because they were all college friends. He's like, well, we, we made him the lead because, well, he, he has a square jawline and he's the best looking out of all of us. So he's the only one we feel like women would want to look at. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, makes sense. But, hmm. but yeah, he never really did take off as, I mean, he's always done his cameos with Raimi movies and, and everything else. But yeah, he's never, yeah, I mean he's done stuff outside of Raimi, but it's never. Yeah, it was he would never starring became, Bruce Campbell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which sounds mean, and I don't mean it this way, but he does have like a B movie. Yep. Look yeah, look to him, and it maybe that's just because yeah. he's in Evil Dead. Could be. Um, but no, I mean, he, uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he's really funny. He's really. I saw him speak at a Comic Con, and in Chicago, and. It, it was like him doing stand-up like that like he's just quick, quick. on delivery um he was just fielding questions and he was just walking around engaging the audience like he's very charismatic and but yeah it's shocking that he wasn't able to like kind of blow up and move yeah. past that point yeah i i was kind of surprised about how unscary it was i didn't think it was really scary at all but and then you hear like oh it's one of the it's one of like the the best horror movies like one of the scariest movies of of all time I don't know if it's scary because I think the comedy just takes over, takes over the whole movie at the end of it. I guess I could, I could see it if you're seeing it in like 1987 in the theater with the practical effects and the makeup being kind of like, you know, like out there and frightening Mm -hmm. and like seeing it with all the sound effects and stuff. Yeah. Maybe it would be a little intense, but like watching it in your living room, it wasn't really, it's not really scary. Especially with no precursor. Like we've seen all these movies, right? We grew up with all these movies that were way worse than, Evil Dead too. So for us to watch all those movies, be completely desensitized by all of them, and then come back yeah. and watch Evil Dead two now, it's like, 
it's laughable yeah yeah, yeah. i know uh, and, <laughs> my son yeah. did did walk in when i was watching it oh yeah and he mm-hmm. was what do you ter- think did you get his <laughs> opinion on it <laughs> he was terrified <laughs> he was like daddy what are you what is this i had to pause it because and that's the I don't thing have like nightmares i think a context has a big thing to do with that and yeah i mean without understanding without your sense of humor getting to that point of oh this is absurd yeah and understanding that it's absurd because um i think mood and atmosphere of a movie have a lot to do with that because you have the shining where you have the elevator doors opening and the blood is just kind of pouring out and then you have this where the blood is just shooting out of the walls and same kind of thing but it's funny in one and it's mysterious and kind of creepy in the other and i think the context is important for that because yeah a kid walking in that would be incredibly scary for a kid Mm -hmm. uh to see a lot of this stuff because they just don't understand that i guess the intended humor behind it and i think probably part of the reason why it was considered one of the scarier movies i don't know if it scared adults even in 1987. You don't think so? I, I don't know. And it'd be interesting to see someone who watched this for the first time in that time frame um, when they were an adult, as yeah. opposed to being a kid, because the 80s horror films are known as being 80s horror films, mainly because we grew up and they came out during that time. Yeah. Um, now, like Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, Friday, the 13th. Friday the 13th, those were meant to be scary mm-hmm. to where the first evil dead. Yes. The remaining evil deads. I, I don't think they were meant to be scary. I think, I think it was just more of comedy and just wackiness, but wackiness is like for more of being unsettling or feeling like kind of creeped out a little bit, but not to the point of being a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like to be a horror movie, <clears throat> it, it's very tough to have that much comedy in something and to have it still be really scary um, because one, you have to care about the characters and you really don't, the characters in this are cartoon characters for the yeah. most part. Yeah. Even Ash, especially Ash, he slowly becomes more and more absurd. Yeah. Like as a, cartoon. A, as a character. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was reminded of uh, uh, Pee Pee Wee's big adventure, like a lot of the claymation and like the, mo- the monsters that like, uh, God, what's his name? Hold on. Tim Burton. Ed. No, well, Tim Burton, but, <laughs> Ed, the guy who turns into a demon, like Henrietta's the 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 wife that turns into a demon in the cellar, and then Ed, the guy who comes the blonde guy, mm-hmm. turns into that yeah. like with the, all the rows of teeth and stuff. I immediately think of of the claymation and, and Pee Wee's Big Adventure. It just yeah, reminds me of big, what was yeah, it? Yeah. Big Maud or Marge, something? Marge, yeah, 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 big, yeah large, large Marge. Marge. Yeah, her eyeballs go shooting yeah. out of her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah It looked like a character from that movie. Um, I don't know why I thought of that, but yeah. Well, when uh, Henrietta turns in like her neck elongates. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that reminded me straight from uh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice when the uh, <laughs> when I think it was like the snake. Yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. Snake yeah. railing comes to life, and it was like the same kind of head. Yeah. Because um, Beetlejuice came out the year after this, so maybe he was inspired. I don't know. I don't know. That's some quick animation work. To, it's true. Uh, maybe, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But point is, it's not really scary. No, no. And so if you're like not into scary movies, I mean, this is up your alley. It's not really that scary. No, it's yeah, it's definitely more camp. Yeah. Fun. That's why I like it. I think I think I'm going to watch this every Halloween. Yeah. It's like a fun house movie. Made it into the rotation. It made it in. I watch Creepshow. 
Oh, that's a classic. I know. Yeah. Well, last year we did our top five Halloween movies, and uh, this movie wasn't in there. It might end up being in there. Yeah. I, th- I put it in a different realm because it's my favorite Raimi movie, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Anyway. This your favorite Raimi movie? Or, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Mine's for love of the game. I'm joking. Oh, the old <laughs> Kevin Costner <laughs> slow burn? <laughs> no, that's not. Uh <clears throat> I don't know. I'd have to rewatch. I mean, Spider-Man movies. two. Yeah. Spider-Man two would Love probably that. is definitely either one or two. Um, I like the quick and the dead. It's enjoyable. Um, yes. Yeah. And I like drag me to hell. I do too. Uh, Dr. Strange. No, it's probably my least favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would say, yeah, drag me to hell, Spider-Man two or, uh, quick and the dead. Oz the Great and Powerful? No. Is that out there for you? That was just weird. <laughs> stupid. Such a dumb movie. But Disney ruins everything. Yeah. Well, next year we'll have to do Army of Darkness. Yeah. Oh, yeah that'd be though. good. Yeah. Yeah. I watched that. I watched all three of them. Yeah. The, yeah, I've only seen Army of Darkness once. Um, but I do like, I think the only note I had when I watched this um, was it did feel like a little back to the future, even though this came out before back to the future part two, it felt like the whole movie halted at that point. And it, I just put down the, when she was like the hero from the sky and she looks in the, the um, book of the dead pages that were recovered from an archeological <laughs> dig and they were in color. <laughs> it was like a coloring book. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's it like, Oh, the hero from the sky and all this thing. I was like, I feel like I'm watching a documentary on Biff Tannen's grandfather, mad dog Tannen. Oh yeah. In the second movie. I was like, gee, I wonder what's going to happen in the third movie. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I love the third one because it just goes ball, balls to the wall comedy. Mm-hmm. It's not even attempting to be scary at all. Well, the scene that Jay's talking about, that was one of my favorite scenes in the movie also. Um, because it's the picture of Ash with the chainsaw attached yeah. to his arm. She said, he, you know, he he's saves the world from the evil magic. And he goes, well, he didn't do a very good job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then fast forward to the end of the movie, it turns out that that's him. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. I do appreciate that they had the foresight to add that in there and yeah. kind of set it up for a sequel. Because, yeah. I mean, the first one was just supposed to be a standalone movie mm-hmm. and be done with it. But. Well, do you know the the background about how this movie got made? What's that? So after Evil Dead came out, um, it didn't do very well in the States, but um, it did well enough for him to get funding for his next movie called Crime Wave. Mm -hmm. Uh, And as they were doing that, it took off in the international markets. The Evil Dead did. It made a lot of money. Um, And then Crime Wave came out and totally bombed. They said it was just a miserable experience. The studio interfered and... They thought that their careers were over. Like, oh, no one's gonna, no one's gonna hire us to direct anymore. And then uh, Dino DeLaurinaitis, uh called up uh, Steve, or sorry, Scott Spiegel, the writer of Evil Dead Two, and was like, "Do you guys want to do a sequel to the Evil Dead? Because it's killing it in the international markets." And he was like, "Really?" So, like, yeah, yeah, just get the same crew, and I'll, I'll get, I'll give you a bigger budget, and just write a script and just do a sequel to Evil Dead. So they wrote the script. And what Sam Raimi wanted to do was Army of Darkness. So he wanted to set the movie up in 1400 AD and make that movie. And Dino was like, no, no, no. It's going to be in a cabin. <laughs> and it's going to be pretty much the same movie. I just want you to amp it up a little bit. So that's that's 
what they. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to give you multi-million dollar <laughs> like deck a millionaire budget on this one. It's going to be a, a different one. Yes, exactly. So anyway, Italy, man, they love their horror movies. Yeah, I guess there. so. Yeah. Oh yeah, they do love their horror movies. Yeah, if it wasn't for the Italians, Evil Dead Two would never have been made. Sam Raimi wouldn't be here. We wouldn't get Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Wouldn't have gotten Spider Man too. <laughs> Grazie. <laughs> yeah. Um, well. Yeah, I recommend it. Yeah. I enjoy it. My wife wouldn't like it. She didn't really like it. So I don't know if if you're into like campy horror comedy stuff, this is like the best one ever made. If that's your thing. If not, you're not gonna like it. But I like it, so I recommend it. I think it's funny. I mean, it does kind of have the, the horror movie elements to it, but it's definitely a comedy. It's an easy watch. I think it's like 90, 85 minutes, mm-hmm. something like that. So yep. if you've got time to kill and, and want to see something funny, yeah. I'd say go for it. Yeah. And I agree. I mean, it's not it's it's not like a laugh out loud comedy. It's just more of a that that's ridiculous yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah. And, um, and, it, and it's just it's very, very subtle. Like, I mean. The comedy ranges from subtle to over the top mm-hmm. ridiculousness, and just the sen- the absurdity of it is what's funny about it. Not necessarily like quick lines or funny dialogue or anything like that. It's yeah. just the the thing that's happening is just ridiculous. But yeah, no, I agree. It's uh, I th- if you enjoy that kind of a thing, if you if you liked Drag Me to Hell and you wanted to um, see something similar but not as I guess refined, but more of a homemade quality. Uh, definitely, I yeah. Mean, it's it, it is fun, and yeah, it is a it is a quick watch. You don't have to spend yep three and a half hours yep watching something. It's not the kind of comedy where they explain the joke. Yeah, God, like over and over again. Yes. and observe how how that's supposed to be a funny joke. Yeah, and the, then they talk about it for five minutes. Get so. it? Get it? Yeah, like somebody's nudging you to yeah. to, to laugh at this. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's that's the result of not scripting your movie well enough. Right. Paul yeah. Feig. Paul Feig. Seth Rogen. Judd Apatow. Seth Rogen. Yeah. Did I tell you about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? Did I talk about this? No, talk about it. Well, I watched it with my kids because they wanted to watch it. And it's that. So Seth Rogen and Edwin Goldberg wrote it. And it, it's that's the humor in it. It's someone says something like kind of offbeat. And then another character comments on the offbeat comment. Just to keep and the bit. climbs on that offbeat yeah. comment, and I'm like, "What are we? What are we doing? This isn't comedy. This is just observing that someone said something off kilter, and yeah. then we're going to talk about it for five minutes because and that's funny. comedy. Yeah, it's so dumb. Well, oh yeah, we did talk. Well, you know what started that? Yes, Colin. Hold on, <laughs> give me a second. You mentioned this last time. Shit. Uh, the thing that started that Fuck. kind of comedy um, is Rookie of the Year. Yes. Fuck. That's right. And you tell me that. It, it all started going downhill from then. And that was the spark. So if you hate that kind of comedy to where something funny happens and then someone says, did you just say blah, blah, blah? Or did you really just pull a rabbit out of your hat or whatever? The repeating, it came from rookie of the year. Really? Yeah. Because when uh, the main kid is getting his cast off his arm and he's like, okay, now slowly rotate your arm down. And Henry Rungardner, when he, moves his hand down and he slaps the doctor's nose and the doctor says, Oh, funky butt loving. And then it cuts to the two kids, George and whoever else are like, did he just say funky butt loving? That was it. So that's who, who we have to thank. <laughs> that, for this that's bit what started now. it. It's, it's what started Daniel Stern. Yep. 
He directed that movie. He did. It's didn't his write fault. It, he didn't write it, but he left it on the cutting <clears throat> he the did. finished product. So it's his fault. Write him letters. He's at Daniel Stern <laughs> and his uh, Insta is. <laughs> is he still alive? Yeah. Oh, OK. I'm sure he's still alive. We're I mean, just losing. We're just losing. Like we're losing icons left yeah. and right nowadays. So well, we're at that age. Yeah. <laughs> Although some, yeah, some are a lot more younger than others. But um, so yeah. you recommend it? I do. That's three. Three recommendations. Yes. For a thirty-six-year-old movie. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We're at the cutting edge here. It's uh, if you don't like horror. You might like this just because of the, yeah, uh, you might. The, yeah. the absurdity. You might. It. Yeah, yeah, for and, sure. And uh, it it does. It's not like scary movie parroting of the absurdity. It's just no. kind of. It's definitely its own genre. Yeah. Fun absurdity. Yeah. But, so. All right. What are we going to talk about next time, Jay? Well, Coop, how do you feel about James Bond movies? Like. You like them? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Who doesn't? <laughs> Apparently there are some people who don't. Really? Yeah, okay. I, I don't know who they are, but but they're out there. They're, I'm yeah. sure they're out there. Um, so what we're going to start doing every November? Sure. I mean, there's plenty of them, right? Yeah. James Bond. <laughs> there's a month. couple. We could do this for like At the least next two. six years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's 25 James Bond movies, and so every November we'll just do James Bond month. Yeah. So every week, if you're a James Bond fan, then listen in November. If not, it's going to be a very slow month for you <laughs> as we talk about James Bond movies. Well, you want us to talk about the Marvels? <laughs> no, watching that. Come on. So uh, November will be our first James Bond month. We're going to kick things off with the first one, Doctor No. Yep. Um, and, uh, and then we're going to do the first one of each. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We'll do cool. that. We'll, so we'll do one of Sean Connery. We'll do one of uh, Roger Moore. One of maybe we'll do George Lazenby's this Let's month. Let's do it because I've never seen it. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, see, hold on. We got Sean Connery, uh, Roger Moore, George Lazenby, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Bronson, Daniel Craig. So six. That'll work out. We'll do. Uh, someone's going to get left out. We'll probably leave out uh, Pierce Bronson. That's fine. Or not Pierce Bronson. Um, Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. Okay. He only has two, so that way he can be in next year's and the sure. year after that. Right. Um. But uh, yeah, we'll do one. For each of the weeks of November, and starting off with Doctor No. Coop, do you want to watch Doctor No? Absolutely. Have All you right. seen it before? No. Ooh, what Bond movies have you seen? No, no idea. There's too many for me to to keep uh, keep track of. Well, you've Name seen Gold. Right I mean, I've seen Goldeneye. Yeah, I've seen Skyfall. I've seen all the all the. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've seen all the newer ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. all right. Well, next week, Doctor No. Till next time, Jay. Till next time, Matt. <laughs>